everybody, and welcome to TLWR, your podcast for all things music and arts and culture and holidays, I guess, because that's almost Gatherings, December. Gatherings, charcuterie. Yeah, charcuterie. We're going to talk uh, with Celine Brancier later in the program, uh, and that's a charcuterie segue because she has a charcuterie business. Charcuterie? Charcuterie. We got charcuterie. We'll figure that out. Um, but before we get started, uh, we're back here at Workhouse. Mm-hmm. Um how was your weekend? My weekend was good. Um, the puppy that I've been fostering was adopted on Saturday. So that's always sad, but also a relief because it was a really great fit for him. So um, Sunday, I just kind of spent getting, you know, back to usual, getting back to my normal lifestyle and doing some work. That was good. Sans oh. puppy. Yeah. Sans four walks a day type it's kind of like a little mini break. A little mini break until the next foster yeah, arrives. Exactly. You know. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's nice. How I, about you? I got up to um, to Rim Park. Okay. Oh, for, for the, the Etsy WR. Now, I have never market. been before. Okay. It's and a lot, right? There's a lot of vendors. It's a, it's a large market. Um, and I knew it was a large market. I just never been. And so my daughter plays basketball there okay. at Rim Park. Not at, at Rim Etsy. Park. Not, yeah, not at Etsy. Etsy. I mean, she could with she like could. cute little crocheted basketball. It just ended up like good timing to like get yeah, to yeah. go. But we pull, like we're driving into Rim Park and like we knew the parking lot was going to be like jammers because it's the market. Yeah. And there's an ambulance with its lights on like out front. <gasps> oh, we're no. like, like a shop to the drop. I mean, sadly, someone actually like had, had fainted, until they had dropped. fainted and then. In there, like I was, and I didn't see what had actually happened. Hopefully, they're they're Hopefully fine. Hopefully, they're fine. Hopefully, we're but, not. But it is. It was. It's a lot. Like if you're, it is a lot. Like it's it's, it's loud and in a good way. Like loud and and, and whatever. Busy and, and boisterous and stuff like that. But even like when it's, you know, I I've I've been to a TWR. Mm. I've been to uh, the one that they did at Kitchener City Hall. Yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Um, when I went. But um, I it's a lot of stuff and it's a lot to like choose from but I even find that for like malls and stuff a lot it's so overwhelming sometimes and I'm like a pretty good shopper but you know like you can get pretty um it gets pretty stressful do you, do you have like a plan of attack when you holiday shop or do you the problem with having a plan is that when you're ever looking for something like specific you're never really gonna find it like this is no. my like yeah, my yeah, life yeah. of shopping every time I've needed something like a little black dress or like something kind of specific or I had any kind of idea in my head it was a failure and I was doomed to fail so my kind of plan is more just like knowing what I or who I need to shop for, like what remains, yeah. but not having any kind of preset idea of what I'm going to get no. them. Or so my like plan that. always is like, I know the people yeah, and uh, that's it. So I just go in with like, and then if something hmm. speaks to you, yeah. you know, and then it speaks to you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's best because honestly, like there've been times like when I've wanted to create a specific gift for somebody and I've just driven myself to madness trying to like, fill out the different pieces um because it just never it never works out that way yeah yeah we're pretty uh my wife and i are practical okay gift givers now so it's like things you're going to use i like that too i appreciate that too um i'm you know whimsy is really hard to get right i find like when you want to do something that's like a bit of a joke or you have to kind of know somebody super yeah. super well the whimsy stuff i can do but it's like i wouldn't just get like i'm trying to think of like a gift that she wouldn't like like, I wouldn't buy her, like, a pair of, like, Bluetooth headphones kind of thing. Okay. Because I know, like, she's not really going to use them. She's a wired person like okay. me. Okay. Oh, see, that's what I asked my parents for for Christmas. The Bluetooth? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's The okay. batteries die. Um, I know, but my I already have a pair of Bluetooth headphones, but I got the over-ear kind, and yeah. so I want the in-ear oh, kind. The in-ear, yeah. I know that's, like, a that's so... Not that there's anything wrong with 
Bluetooth headphones. It's such a, it's such a first world kind of issue but is. um the, the big ones are, are so big and they they take up so much space in my purse yeah. that i want a small pair we were in um if i'm ever near marshall's or winners okay i go in just because you never know you never know right and it's, they're weird but stores i again for find marshall's and winners very overwhelming because it's just so much, too much stuff but i do a, i just do a loop and i yeah. go if something jumps out and i'm like oh like that's a good deal yeah. on like exercise club or whatever right yeah, yeah. no they do then have stuff it's it. not it's nothing on their stuff it's just like it's a department store yeah. and i i just don't have the mental bandwidth anymore for like again like going through all these different racks of things yeah. and like especially when it's like a winners or marshalls or you know i, I go to value village a lot mm. um because of the kind of chaos of the store itself like you know objectively speaking that not everything is where it's supposed to be so I feel like psychologically, I just need to look at everything or else I'm so sure that I'm oh. missing out on a deal or missing out on like this like great thing to be had because like there's the hunt. I hope it'll just jump. Out I know. At me. But, uh, it but this is why jump. I like, but I like the Etsy market and um, like Arabella's market, mm -hmm. the one that, that I do at Communitech um, because they're just, they're local, which yeah. is number one. Yeah. And then usually there's something. There's something there. We had like. Who was that? They came, they're coming back for this year. Is um, I can't think of who it is right now. But they're like, yeah, we sell these calendars for guide dogs. Oh. And I was like, yeah, come sell calendars for guide dogs. And then like the day before, they're like, oh, is it cool if we bring puppies? I'm like, that's the is answer is cool? always yes. yes. The answer is yes. Every right. time I have ever asked somebody is like, I have a puppy here. Can I yeah. bring them? The answer has been yes, except for the so even this year, like doing the outreach, <laughs> I'm like, are you still selling calendars yeah, this yeah. year? They're like, yeah. I'm like. Back. Come back with the pups. Bring puppies. Yeah. And I, I bought a calendar. Like, yeah. it's really... Well, there's... Like, and there's a couple, like, local vendors that, like, thinking off the top of my head, like, just, like, Arium. They make terrariums, and they have the coolest, like, little glass... Um, They're cool. Uh, what are they called? Succulents yeah. um, that you can get. Or, um, you know, there's just a bunch of the kind of local makers that you like i love there's can there's oh, i think it's wednesday something wednesday rose or something they do okay. make candles great candles um but yeah we have some really great local producers yeah. so that's great that sounds like a, a nice a cute a quaint little weekend that you had it was a quaint yeah. quaint little weekend i guess for our guest today we have celine brancier from sortable hi nice to see you um you've also got some other stuff <laughs> on the go which we're going to talk about um we have you on today because this sunday is december Yes. Which is shocking. Rent is due. Yeah. Rent is due. Um, and of course there's holiday parties, there's office parties, there's a whole bunch of like community events going on and things like that. And you happen to be the office manager at Sortable. I am. Which is located right next door here um, to Workhouse. So um, before we even get into any of that stuff, so just tell us a little about yourself. So um, I have worked at Sortable for almost two years. And being their office manager is incredible, but also incredibly busy. Um, it's go, go, go. Um, you never know really what the day is going to expect, uh, come out with, but it's pretty great. You get to do a lot of um, community events. You're meeting a lot of new people, new faces, and it's a really great in environment. So what's your background? What, what led you to kind of where you are in tech right now? Um, before Sortable, I actually was not in tech at all. I've been a bartender for about eight to nine years. Um, just always kind of working, being on the go. Worked at Vincenzo's for six years. I love Vincenzo's. They're my favorite. It's my favorite. <laughs> and um, I just, I really wanted to kind of venture out into like a more 
um, what some people would call a stable job, regular hours. Um, I am getting older, you know, hitting that almost 30. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and um, yeah, just, just kind of needing a little bit more of a change. And the tech industry seemed to kind of really pair nicely with me. And with, uh, with the office manager being, being able to uh, do lunches every day, that kind of felt right into kind of my um, whole serving background already. So it just kind of felt nice. It worked. So um, where are you from? KW, born yeah. and raised. Born and raised. Where did you go to school? Uh, I went to seven different schools within Kitchener. So five elementary schools, but then my high schools were Sir John and McDonald and Res. And then I finished off at U of W, um, but uh, just transferred to Conestoga and uh, got my degree from there. So you, okay. <laughs> so you've been here your whole life. My whole life. How have you watched the community? Because Alex and I keep talking about like where, you know, he's been here for, you know, over a decade. I've been here for three, four years. And even while like he's been here and while I've been here, we've seen the community change mm-hmm. and we've seen changes happen. So I, I always wonder when somebody's like a local and has been watching these changes from the get go, like what, what, what's different here than the Every- KW you grew up in? Everything. Um, where I, even I used to live, which was just outside of uh, the outskirts of Old Waterloo, which used to be Laurelwood. Um, just even seeing that community grow, like Iron Needles area, the growth out there is insane. Um, downtown core with all of the new local shops and the LRT coming through, just everything that it's bringing. All, like, we don't have anywhere for houses to go to. It's all just going up now. It's just, it's, it's wild. So, you know, that kind of ties back into something earlier. So you were talking about community events and things that are happening. Um, and then you just mentioned about um, that we're all, everything's kind of going up now mm-hmm. and there's a lack of housing. Um, you have an event coming up this Thursday. We do. Which is Startup and Beers. Mm-hmm. And the, um, the charity for that is... One Roof Youth Services. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about um, like Startup and Beers because Sortable kind of organizes this for of the community. Course, yeah. And then a little bit about One Roof. Yeah. So um, Startups and Beer was founded in 2016. Um, by local tech companies who really wanted to kind of get everybody to um, the tech companies together and kind of show what it's like to be in tech. But as many people do know, it's not always easy to walk into a room of 600, 700 people and just start socializing. Um, there, uh, that's why we actually started bringing in the breweries because a little liquid courage goes a long way. And we really wanted to share that with the community and showcase different um, aspects of our Waterloo region that a lot of people don't know about. You don't, you don't walk outside for lunches and kind of see all the services that Waterloo um, can provide for you. And so Sortable kind of got together with these tech companies, decided to kind of bring together the community in a fun networking way. And so your next event is? This Thursday, November 28th. And we're um, hosting it at the museum in downtown Kitchener. And so if I've never been to a Startups and Beers, although mm-hmm. last time we did talk about how, <laughs> you know, we've both been to um, them for going to that event for a while. Uh, what can I expect? So I walk in, who's there? What am I doing? So at this, the, so from, uh, sorry, from the time you walk in, um, you're going to uh, register. You've already, if you've already registered online, that's perfect. You just want to, we just want to check in. You're going to get your tickets. You're going to be able to make donations. Uh, we have Square this time around, which allows people to uh, donate through debit, uh, credit, because a lot of people don't ever have cash on them anymore. Um, and then you're going to see, if you've never been to the museum, 
I highly recommend it. It's incredible. But when you walk in, you're going to see um, booths of partners. We have 12 different partners set up. So we got like Vidyard, you got Myovision, Fair, Bonfire, Smile. You got a ton of um, local tech companies down there. And then you're going to have your booth. So you're going to be able to travel through all four floors. There's um, a food vendor so you can get your poutine. There's charcuterie. There's fruit. And you're just going to walk around and socialize. And it's so great. It's a great group of people. Awesome. And so you said this has been going on for a couple of years now. Yes, yeah, since 2016. Um, how have you, like, have you seen, you know, these events kind of take off? Like, are they, you know, are they more popular now than they were? Completely. So when it started, unfortunately, I wasn't there back then. But um, from what I have been told that when it was started, it just started off small. There's about four tech companies. They got together. Um, I think they had maybe about 200 attendees. And so each, each uh, event, we get a little bit more commitment, we get a little bit more um, community involvement, and we just try to rally up the community a little bit more, and we grow and grow and grow, and it's so great to see everybody kind of come together. And it's almost like a tech Christmas, I would say. You're kind of getting there. But just like every couple months. Exactly. <laughs> who, who doesn't want Christmas more than once a year? I actually celebrate <laughs> Christmas quarterly. Um, right. yeah. yeah, I don't know. Secular. Right. <laughs> you get to come in, you get to have drinks, you get to network with cool, amazing people, um, meet people that you've never would have maybe thought about like introducing yourself to before. It's really great. It's such a cool experience and I'm so thankful to be a part of it. And so in addition to so running the office there mm -hmm. at Sortable, uh, putting on Startup and Beers this week, you're also launching a business. I am. Yeah. So we, we like to talk about the entrepreneurial side of things. <laughs> the side hustle, yeah, if you side. will. Yeah, although they're like now they're the, the primaries. Or just the um, hustle. hustle. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, tell us a little bit about what you're doing. So it is called The Grazing Table KW. Um, there's a lot of different aspects to it that I'm super excited to get kind of involved with. Um, you have your grazing boxes, you have your grazing platters, and then you have your grazing tables. The boxes are great for a quick gift that you want to send out to a friend, a family member, a couple that just got engaged. Your, your platters are going to be more involved about like you get the physical platter to keep and it's beautiful, it's elegant, and your tables, I come and actually um, prepare that for you at your home or at your venue, at your event. It's for 25, 50, as many people as you want. And I'm so excited to get involved with this. So what got you into like the hors d'oeuvres game? Oh, okay. So the hors d'oeuvres game. Um, so I've always been involved in customer service. I love being around people and I love food. Um, putting together parties for my friends, my family, that's my every weekend. I'm constantly the hostess and I absolutely love being that. And just making that, um, making what I love and what I'm passionate about a business is just something that's so effortless for me. It just seems such like the right path to go down. And who doesn't love charcuterie? I love charcuterie. Okay, so can you, because um, I'm kind of, I, as much as I love cheese mm -hmm. and I love charcuts, that's what we call it. Charcuterie. Um, I'm one of those like kind of terrible at putting together a board type people. So do you have any like tips for anyone who's listening that wants to up their game of like hosting or hostessing as the case may be of like, what, what's like a game changer thing to put on your charcuterie board? Or like, what do I, what do I not, what am I not doing that I should be doing? What you should be always having is, I mean, my favorite thing on a charcuterie board is brie, the cheese. 
you always want a good creamy brie and even if you're doing it at your own home doing a baked brie so on my larger platters what everybody does get is um, a brie baker and it comes on there and you get a full wheel of brie in there with instructions on exactly what to do so all you have to do is put take it off the platter pop it in the oven take it out and you're all I set to go. Warm, melty, gooey Ooh, brie. It's so good. I'm, I'm just not a brie person. Come on, man. No, I know. I know. No, I can't. I've I got just... something for everybody. Don't you worry. Well, it's fine. I that like is probably <laughs> the most controversial thing you have ever said on this podcast. I know, like, there's a Twitter thing going around, like your your most controversial, controversial food, 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 but like is. that's not a controversial one. I just it's just a it's like a texture thing. It just looks weird. <laughs> oh, no, I, I mean, I know what you mean. Like sometimes like when the brie is super soft and it like goos no, out from I the like, inside. I like it on like if you put melted brie on a burger, uh, totally fine. But like using a cracker to serve it up, it just doesn't. Uh, this is just I like right over my head. Like this I is don't, unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> this is scandalous. <laughs> so since you're a longtime resident um, and we ask random questions of people, we should have like a thing that we, we do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you've been a long time you, and you've worked in the industry. So, we asked someone one of these questions before. Well, I don't know yet. Well, like, your favorite bar, like the go-to, like, bar, like, not to be seen, but, like, to enjoy yourself bar. Right now? Yeah. Into the, with all the changes that have recently happened, yeah. my favorite go-to right now is probably White Rabbit in Waterloo. Okay. I like White Rabbit. Mm-hmm. They have a huge, like, scotch and whiskey. Huge, like yeah. That. The cocktails are always on point. You'll never, like, the conversation there is amazing if you want to be left alone you can be left alone it's cute for groups it's cute for dates it's cute even by myself on sundays Boy, i go grab it there you go i go Cakes for a bottle of wine <laughs> that'd be the thing and in then i want to say then restaurant wise like what is your go-to someone's in town they've never been here before eat. where would you take them Ooh, that's a great question um it always depends on the person i like to i'm like a chameleon i like to jive with the people then see what they are but um my go-to's are probably red house or marbles okay so you live in uptown i do okay. bower lofts there mm-hmm. we go we're neighbors almost no. yeah oh, okay hi hi <laughs> um okay so i <laughs> we are neighbors, we are neighbors. i yeah. do i live near the dairy queen okay yeah, yeah. Um, so where do you, one of the things that I like thinking about, and it's kind of like a bit of a mind trip to think about is like how we've chatted a little bit about the changes so far, Mm -hmm. but there's so many changes like on, on route, like on their way here. Mm -hmm. And is there like, what's something that you're excited for? Like what's something that's changing that you're really excited to see in the community? How I'm most excited about how, um, the word local has kind of affected everybody in the city. Everybody is so much more focused about like t- uh, appreciating local vendors and supporting local vendors. And going back to not to not to talk more about me, but going back to my business, everything in that box is coming from a local vendor. So well, there's such great variety to pick there, from. Right? There honestly is, and it's almost there's almost so much variety that it's hard to just choose a few. And my goal is to just continue to like support everything local that was a uh we were um we were joking about uh last week's episode yeah just now yeah. literally just now about we had the, emily uh, slothstra but we had like a little ding a little bike now i have to figure out what i'm gonna a put bike bell. i don't know like maybe a mm, charcuterie no i don't know my favorite um well two things about that one is i always find it interesting people who didn't get a start in tech. Well, I guess that's you too, right? Yes, like, me too. Yeah. yeah. We're like, and now you're in it and then yeah. it's kind of an interesting thing. It's kind of you... an interesting kind of path because tech isn't like, 
I think a lot of times I, when I was thinking about tech, I was thinking about tech in terms of technical roles, right? So mm. like, oh, this person's an engineer, this person's a developer, this person has that tech background. But think about every tech company, the ratio of tech to non-tech roles, right? Like for every developer or programmer or software person or product person, you need marketers, HR mm. people, um, you know, organizational people, operations people, all that stuff. So we came from somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool thing to learn about other people's paths in yeah. life, right? And so. I like it. I think it's also just because there's not a straight line, right? Yeah. Or at least a lot of people's career paths aren't a straight mine line anymore. Not. Yeah, it's, mine's very meandering. So this is mm. the part of the episode where we take a look forward at some events that are coming up over the next little bit. You'll also be able to reference these in the TLWR newsletter that comes out every Monday, but um, this is our chance to look a little bit further ahead than yeah, the we weekly a, newsletter. We hit 1,000 subscribers. Oh, wow. Was, Milestone. And oddly... Congrats, Alex. It, it's from LinkedIn. Oh, you know what? LinkedIn, Gary Vaynerchuk has told me yeah. several times that LinkedIn is where all the growth is. I'm, so I was just like sitting there one day and I was doing something for a client and I was like, I'm just going to post about the newsletter on LinkedIn. So I did. And then it received a number of, of likes or reacts or whatever the yeah. hell they call them on there. Engagements. Engagements. And uh, sure enough, like a ton of people like went over and signed up. I so. think I remember when I first signed up for LinkedIn, I was like, oh, this is Facebook for like boring people even though facebook is facebook for boring people um because i'm like oh it's just like work facebook um and now i'm kind of um you know drinking the kool-aid a little bit of right. uh, there has to be somewhere to post these professional things that's you know it's that linkedin it's linkedin it is it's linkedin so i'm on linkedin alex is on linkedin add us on linkedin if you want to see what we're doing on linkedin i don't know join my professional network if you join our professional networks, if you don't like our, if you hate our banter, follow us on LinkedIn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, my first event that I want to um, highlight is on December 6th, and it is the December 6th vigil um, for, um, you know, it's, it's December 6th, 1989 was when uh, 14 women were murdered at École Polytechnique in Montreal. So every year since, we have the National Day of Remembrance and Action on Violence Against Women. So every December 6th, um, we come together as a community and we say no more violence against women. And that will be um, at 5.30 p.m. Friday, December 6th at St. Andrew's Presbyterian Church, which is... Uh, 54 Queen Street North in Kitchener. So that's one of my events. It's a somber event, but also important for people to show up and be seen and be heard. Was to not forget and to take action. Not to forget. Um, so then uh, happening earlier in the week over at the Kitchener-Waterloo Community Foundation, they have their holiday open house on Wednesday, December 4th from 4 to 7. Uh, it's just a, basically a general open house. Come in, kind of learn about what they're working on. Uh, how you can get involved. KWCF has yeah. is the KW Community Foundation has a lot of really cool grants that they do, um, and and are really plugged in to stuff that's going on around the community. So yeah. they're they're great to check out. Um, and also another event that I um, that's a little bit more holiday themed is a very Layla Christmas. So this is, um, I saw this last year, it was hilarious, and they have it again this year, it's Greenlight Arts put it on, and it's from December 11th to the 15th, um, which is a Wednesday to a Saturday, um, and I believe it's at 7.30 in the evenings. 
um, at the Conrad Center for Performing Arts, which is uh, 36 King Street West in Kitchener. And it is a holiday-themed spectacular starring Layla, who is just um, a hilarious uh, performer in town. And A Very Layla Christmas is like... It, it's 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 really cool. It's irreverent. You should see it. But it's it's basically um, uh, a spin on on a normal holiday kind of extravaganza. So check it out um, this December again in KW. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go. What to that show? Oh, to the very little Christmas. Yeah, yeah. fun. Because I didn't go last year. Oh, I regretted it. lagger. Yeah, I know. Listen, I'll go. It's okay. Um, also, then uh, happening on Wednesday. December 4th as well. Uh, something near and dear to my heart uh, and my intestines is oh. uh, Winnie's Gluten-Free Kitchen has an event with Gluten-Free Fest and uh, the Gluten-Free Wifey. Uh, learning about um, how to eat healthy over the holidays, um, talking about uh, gluten-free food. So if you have celiac disease, a good event to go out to. Um, and um, they also uh, are looking to help support a gluten-free food bank so people who need access to food as well might have celiac disease that's very important you know bread ain't cutting it so and having and i didn't know about i didn't ever even thought about that so Um, i'm gonna go check that out so they're taking i'm not i mean i don't want to be one of those people but i'm so i'm not gluten um i'm not gluten averse necessarily but i am gluten like intolerant you know what i mean like i (laughs) You are an intolerant person. I'm intolerant of gluten. Well, my body is. I'm my, my mind and my heart are very tolerant of it. Um, but yeah, it's it's now that I stopped eating it so much, it's actually you notice it in so many things. So it's kind of crazy to remember like breading mm. is just a it's just a an annoyance to me, but it could actually be a serious yeah, yeah so, serious to check out. detriment to somebody else. My last event is actually a cause that's really important to me. Um because I had my mom was sick actually when I was younger and she needed a bunch of blood transfusions. So I am one of those people in terms of if you are a driver that you have, you know, registered for organ transplantation, if you have that on your driver's license and that you at least once a year try and give blood to the Canada Blood Services. Um, so on Wednesday, December 18th, uh, from one to four at Canadian Blood Services KW, which is uh, at Bridgeport in that kind of complex, there's a holiday blood drive featuring uh, both Kitchener and Waterloo members of provincial parliament, uh, Laura May Lindo and Catherine Fife. So you can go give blood. Um, you can RSVP. I mean, we'll, we'll have the link at the bottom, but you can RSVP in advance so that they know you're coming and you can book an appointment, um, to help them and help, you know, a really vital Canadian blood services with a holiday rush. They always kind of get low in stocks around the holidays. So it's really great to remind yourself as you're, you know, preparing a great you know, holiday for your family to also think of your community and maybe give a couple CCs. Donate blood. Donate blood. It's so new to give. That's how I found out I was celiac. That's a weird connection. Oh, really? Yeah, because I, I went in. Because they test it. Yeah, they test for iron and oh. uh, low iron and anemia are signs of a bunch of things. Yes. Um, so it's almost like you're getting like a free checkup. A little bit. Every 45 days. Yeah, I had. Of that's blood. Anemic. A blood checkup. I was anemic. Yeah, I, but I went in. They're like, hey, you should go to the hospital because there's no iron in your blood <laughs> There's right no iron now. in your blood. And so I went to my GP and he's like, yeah, this is not right. And then a couple tests later... 
they're like, just don't eat bread anymore, man. And then, and then your blood will look be at that. good again. So no, but it's really good. And you get like a juice box. You do. You get a juice box. Place. You get a bag of, um, maybe, maybe chips or maybe cookies or something. You get a snack. Yeah. And you're, yeah. and you're like, helping and you're giving save blood, lives. of course. Yeah. But you also, lives. you get snacks. But as an, like an adult male being able to drink a juice box in public is, is fantastic. Freeing. It's liberating. Also saving lives is equally rewarding. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, abstractly, it's not as, it's not as immediately like the immediate payoff of eating a cookie and drinking a juice box, you know, can't be beat, but yeah, think about it. Save a life. Save a life. Okay. Hey, um, not speaking of saving a life, but I have one last event. One last we go. event. Um, How are you going to top life saving? I'm not really. <laughs> um, but uh, if you need a comedy fix between now and uh, the comedy Laughter fest. Laughter is yeah. also... The best medicine. So over at Bingaman's uh, Kingpin, they have a holiday comedy gala on uh, December 7th. And they've got a ton of comedians, which, of course, I can't see now. Where'd they go? Here they are. Uh, Jeff McHenry, Cedric Newman, Alex Wood. Um, so it's over at Kingpin Bowl Lounge. It's good to go out there. I've been there. You could bowl before I you bowled. see some comedy. Um, but it's good. Just go out and check it out. I think they have a couple more shows the rest of the year, too. But um, it's an uncensored show too, which is ooh naughty. Don't you like? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Comedy. Well, it sounds like there's a bunch of events coming up in December. Yep. And if you are listening and you uh, can think of any events that should be on our radar, any people that we should be chatting with, we're always so happy to hear from you. We love getting feedback. Feedback's our favorite. So drop us a line and tell us what we don't know. The person who runs Midtown KW said that he liked our show. Oh, did And he? I was like, that's a compliment coming from him. It is. Because... He's a salty individual. He's salty? Yeah. Okay, so he, I only... He won't take offense to me saying that. No, no. And I, he's already... We've, we've chatted, but only ever online, really. And he's yeah. like, oh, I'm not this salty in real life. I'm like... Okay, that's fun for you. <laughs> I've been to house parties with him, and I will oh, you tell have? you. I don't think I've ever like met him in salty. a social situation. No, he is that salty in real life. Okay. It's pretty amazing. Um, I enjoy the snark for sure, yeah. but sometimes I'm like, I, I didn't, I, I'm a politician. I can't be, I can't be yeah. down in the trenches on Fair this enough. one with you, Midtown KW. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, that was a shitty segue. Cool. Well, hey. It's like, wait a while. I can't think of anything. Well, I was going to say, if you have ideas for events, of course, hit yeah, us up on Twitter. Yeah, we always want to hear it. But thank yeah. you for feedback. Um, yeah. Midtown KW or not, we are so excited to, yeah. <laughs> to kind of hear what people yeah. think. And actually, like this podcast is kind of for us, but it's also kind of for you, right? Like, I think it's more for other people. I mean, it's all, it's for other people, but we also have so much I fun doing it. it. I listen to it. You no, don't do. listen to our podcast? I do podcast? When, I, when I edit it, but it's not like I go back and no, like... No, I like when you tell me it's up, I like play it on my Spotify and I like chuckle at all of our jokes. Oh, there you go. Yeah, no, I listen mm-hmm. to it. I'm, I'm one of our subscribers. My kids are impressed with it. I... Hi, Alex's kids. Because they play on like on Sonos, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, you're in Sonos." I know. I mean, it's on my well, like it, podcast kids. player, and I feel very legitimate. Yeah. Cool. Weekly, we have a good clip going here. We do. We do. All we right. Do. Well, send us uh, any of your events, or if you want to be on the show, or whatever. We're on Twitter at get tlwr, and on Instagram also at get tlwr. Get tlwr. Yeah, that's yeah, the way to get so a hold of us. That's so. how you get yeah. tlwr. Yeah. Also, we haven't done this yet. Too long. Didn't read. I just explained too this long, to somebody today. Waterloo Region. Region. Yeah. Um, I like when we one of the pieces of feedback was like 
people don't know what TLWR is. Yeah. And so TLDR is too long, didn't read. It's internet slang. Mimi from like how long ago? Like five years? A while ago. Ten years? Oh, yeah. It's a while ago. Yeah. It's, an, it's an older meme. Um, it's, it's older. It's but like older. it's like if like you but work at a company and they're like around. TLDR is like, it's like this we're is gonna like, do this. And it's then like then you a have Reddit a big thing memo. too, right? Yeah, Don't like, they put yeah, it at the bottom of a Reddit, Reddit post? Yeah. Okay. You have a big memo or a yeah. big post yeah. and you put it there. And so this is too long Waterloo region. Now, do you know why it's so short? Why? Because um my my uh influencer for newsletters uh-huh. is 1236 in Toronto. Oh, they're my favorite. Which is a little shortcut. And if you don't subscribe to 1236, you should as well. I'll give a shout out to them. It's Toronto's daily uh, like kind of gossip newsletter Released that comes at out 1236. at 1236 And their handle's at 1236. I'm like, when I do a newsletter, it's going to have a short name too. Yeah. And then it did. You did it. came to me. You came, you actualized. I did. You did. So shout out to... Yeah. So shout out to everybody who's listening who was maybe wondering what TLWR actually means. And uh, thank you for listening. We will be back in your ear holes next week with a new guest and new events. So stay tuned. And now we're going to play the outro music. Outro music. Outro music.